Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Now, career exploration, it's not something that's just reserved for those in their early 20s. A lot of us might think so. In fact, a lot of my friends say, once you're in your 40s, just hang on to your job. But then we have also witnessed many people making successful career transitions in their 40s, even in their 50s. It can be harder because we know that in some companies, ageism still exists. But according to a survey by Jobs Portal Indeed, the average age Age of career changes is 39. So often professionals want to make a mid-career change, but don't know how to go about it. You know, at that age, you reach a certain maturity and you might actually be able to better identify your next career. As a result, the job search process can be exciting yet daunting, especially if you've been at the same company for 10 years or more. So how can you navigate a midlife career change more successfully? Geraldine Chua is here to help us out. She's Principal Career Coach at Workforce Singapore. Thanks for joining us, Geraldine. Hi, good evening, Barati. To all the listeners out there, good evening. Thank you so much for coming on the line to talk to us about this very important issues. Now, the decision to make a mid-career switch, it's a mixture of push and pull factors, isn't it? What are the most common reasons people give you for wanting to switch careers? Wow, that could really range from, first of all, maybe being even sick and tired of the current role. So usually it's about feeling stagnant in a role that they have been in for many years, the lack of progression. So even, you know, reasons like they wanting to find something more meaningful, helping them to fulfill their own passions or aspirations. So it can really range from many different factors. And some self-reflection is required, right? What sorts of questions should you ask yourself? Yourself before you actually embark on a career switch journey? Yeah, so usually for clients, individuals who tell me that they want to make a career switch, I will get them to ask these two questions. First of all, just now we talk about the push and pull factor. So why do they really want to make the career switch? All right, so what's the push factor that they are facing right now? Is it about a certain stagnation or is it about wanting to fulfill a certain aspirations that they have? So what is the push and the pull factors from the other side also as well as what they're facing right now? Then secondly will also be, are they really prepared for this switch? So when we say about being prepared, it could involve things like, are you willing to commit time to rescale yourself or even being ready to take up likelihood of salary adjustments or adjustments to new work environment. So these are the things that you need to think about very clearly first before they want to make a career switch. You talked about upskilling and reskilling. In some cases, you could actually capitalize on your transferable skills as well, right? I noticed that a lot of career switchers forget that they have already honed a whole stable of skills that can actually be transferred to a different career or different industry. Yes, you are absolutely right, Bharati. So a lot of times we will remind them about what are these skills that they have. It could be hard skills like certain technical skills that they have or even some soft skills which could be things like negotiation, presentation or communication skills that they could have. So all these are useful skills that they could use in a different sector. And in addition to this will also be things like, okay, so what are the kind of 
career interests that they have or even what are their personality like, you know, what do they really enjoy. So all of this will help them to transit or make a better decision in terms of what do they want to transit into and in preparing them to close possible skills gaps also. The thing is, Geraldine, I do know of a lot of people who were quite keen on making a career switch, but they said that a lot of companies were ageist. They didn't want to hire anyone over the age of 40. Or they would ask a lot of questions about, you know, why on earth would you want to make a career switch and why should I give you a chance? So companies need to be willing to give mid-career switches a chance too, right? Mm, I think it takes two hands to clap. So first of all, our clients need to be ready in terms of all these skills and their mindset of picking up new challenges. But of course, on the other hand, we also hope that employers will give opportunities to all these people who want to make the switch itself. How do you convince employers, huh? So we do have actually programs that we partner with employers for career switches. So let me bring up two of them. Okay, one is actually the career conversion program. All right, there are around hundreds of them right now, uh, whereby it is about career conversion. It is about training to move all these people into a different sector or different occupation and to equip them with the relevant skills before they assume the new jobs. As well as the other will be the SG United Mid-Career Pathways Program, whereby there are attachments with host companies. So all these host companies will allow them to have this experience of working in a job, learning at the same time through around a period of four to six months to really experience what is it like working in a different role or different sector. But how can the job seeker actually get themselves noticed and get themselves picked, so to speak, by the employer? A lot of headhunters tell me that they really need to research the industry. They need to make a case for themselves as well, that they are able to adapt. What tips can you offer? Mm. For individuals who want to make a career switch, first of all, really be mindful about what can they bring to the potential employers? So things like what are their unique selling propositions? What are the strengths that they have, the skills and the specialties that they could bring to value add to the other sector or the organization itself? And also to do their homework in terms of knowing what are these factors about, all right? What is the kind of jobs that they have? What are the roles that they have? And what are the requirements that is needed to enter into those roles itself? And to make sure that they have made the careers, the skills gaps through upscaling yourself again. One thing that I think we can all agree on is that building your resume and then reaching out in order to even get a meeting with a prospective employer can be difficult. People tell me it's all about networking. What would you say? Any tips for people listening in right now? Hmm. Networking is definitely important. Okay, And in addition to that, having a right resume that is customized and a good representative of your abilities and suitability for the role that you're applying for is also very important. So what happens is that a lot of my clients, they use one resume to apply for many different kind of roles. And a lot of times they do not really think from the employer's point of view of what are they really looking out for. So their resume may not be customized to the role and showcasing the right kind of skills that the employees are looking out for. So that kind of like, you know, decrease the chances of being picked up. 
by sometimes the ATS system, we call it an applicant tracking system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to think about all the keywords that you use for that one as well and whether or not it will get properly picked up. Of course, you should always follow up with a phone call. And if you know someone in the company, that's even better. Ask for a meeting just to get to know them a little, not, you know, ask for a job right off the bat. But you never know when a position becomes available, you might be considered. The thing is, you mentioned earlier that people have to be willing to take pay cuts or even junior positions. But some employers say that, oh, no, you're overqualified and they won't even consider you for it. So how do you counter something like that? Mm, So I think from the start, the individual or the career switcher needs to be prepared also about all this. So from the first place is willing to share with the employer openly why are they making this career switch? You know, really going back to the first of all, the question that they ask themselves, why are they making this career switch? So some of my clients actually share with me honestly is that they have reached a peak of their career whereby they just want to do something that is meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. So they need to really prove themselves by sometimes some of them even do volunteer work or pro bono service itself to build up some of this portfolio that they have, all right? To show their potential employers that they are actually making efforts to make this career switch. And then they are usually then more convincing, all right, to be able to share that, hey, you know, what have I done to prepare myself to this career switch? And it's not something that, you know, I'm doing this just for the sake of getting a job. Right, understood. You know, when we talk about career exploration, some people might see that as permission to job hop. What's your perspective on this? I mean, how long should you try something out before you say, okay, maybe this isn't for me and I need to switch back or switch to something else? You know, where's the balance there? How are employers viewing all of this? Mm, I think it really varies for different kinds of roles. But before you make that switch and just, you know, try out anything, it is best to really think through first carefully why are you making this switch and are you ready for it first? Right. Then, like I mentioned earlier on, you can try going to do some volunteer side projects itself or even giving pro bono service to gain some of this experience to have an insight of whether do you really like this kind of role. But if let's say you are really unsure and you really hope that you want to talk to a professional more about this, you can actually approach our Career Connect Centres or the SG United Jobs and Skills Centres whereby there is career coaches and career ambassadors that could give more advice. Thanks very much for that, Geraldine. Geraldine Chua, Principal Career Coach at Workforce Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.